Hi, I'm Kaylee Moore. And I'm Emma Samasco. Welcome to Freelance Writing Coach, your go-to podcast for building a freelance writing business. In each 20-minute episode, we'll do a deep dive into one area of business with the hope that our insights as successful freelance writers will educate and inspire you. Writing online is a career fast track, but with over 203 million freelance writers worldwide, it's easy to get lost in the pack. So how can you stand out? Peak Freelance gives you the tools to find better clients, raise your rates, and focus on doing work you enjoy. Access a supportive community of like-minded freelancers and experienced writers who make a living writing. All Access members unlock a library of resources, templates, and interviews with content pros like me to grow and scale your business. There's never been a better time to invest in your freelance writing business. So are you ready to take the leap? If so, visit peakfreelance.com membership and use the code FWC10 to get 10% off an all access membership. Last week, I had a friend send me a text message, and she told me that she had been looking through our past episodes, searching for an episode on this topic, which is business insurance. She was hoping that maybe Kaylee and I had done some research on this so that she would know what to do because her lawyer had recommended that she get business insurance. So this is like not a sexy topic. We know that. We don't even know that much about it, but we feel like if someone is searching our episodes, looking for some insights or ideas on this, we should address it. So full disclosure, we start this episode by saying we are not lawyers. Nothing in this episode should be taken as gospel or believed to be legal advice. This is just sort of our perspective on business insurance, what we know about it, whether we have it, what like should you think about it? So Kaylee, like, what do you know about business insurance? Okay. So when I started my business, several people, including my accountant were like, do you have business insurance? And I was like, no, should I have it? And so I got quotes from a couple of people. One was a local person. One was like a, something I found online, just doing some Googling. And it was not going to be a huge investment. I think it was like a hundred and some change every month. But what I eventually decided to do was just go with structuring my business as an LLC. I did that on year three or four of owning my business. And the reason I did that is it offers some built-in protection. Basically, it means that if somebody were to be unhappy with my work or something happened and they wanted to sue me, only my business assets are liable and I don't really have any business assets. So that for me was like, okay, that, that seems like protection enough. And it seems like kind of an unnecessary expense. That said, I've never had a client ask me for it or be like, oh, we can't work together because you don't have this. So yeah, but a client doesn't want, it doesn't care about business. Yeah. If they don't care about it, then, then why should I care about it? And I feel like it just wasn't something that made sense for me and maybe it will down the road, but at least up to this point, it hasn't yet. So how about you? Okay. Well, I have known that I should get business insurance for all the years that I've been business and I have not done it. I have to sort of like, first of all, my understanding of the LLC is that it actually, like a single person LLC, it doesn't actually protect 
your assets, your personal assets, if like the mistake that you make and get sued for is like of like negligence or something, which is possible. Everybody makes mistakes. So like, again, people can look this up, but my understanding is that the LLC, your LLC can be sued and they can come after your personal assets. So I think that's, and that people should consult with their lawyers, but that's my understanding of it, which I've heard from accountants and lawyers. So, and I think the reason that you have it or like that, that it's worth getting is if a client sues you and there are a number of different reasons that you could get sued, then you don't want them like coming after your shit, right? I mean, that's like the the sort of basics of it. So I had like the freelancers union had an article about like why you would even get sued. So these are things like intellectual property, defamation, using someone's name or likeness without their permission, honest mistakes, breaching the contract. Like I have to say that like, I've never heard of anyone of a freelance writer that I know like getting sued and like dealing with these issues. Like I just have not heard about it. And I feel like for that reason, I was like, eh, probably will never happen. And I feel like with most things with insurance, it's like, eh, probably will never happen. But it's kind of like in the worst case scenario, like, you know, you want to be protected. So when I received this text message from my friend, she was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't have business insurance. We haven't done an episode on it. I looked into it a few years ago and then I like got busy with other shit. It was like really expensive when I looked into it a few years ago. And she was like, oh, I did a bunch of research. I'll like send you an email with everything I found out. So what she found out from her lawyer was that her lawyer, and again, this is like not legal advice, everyone listening, her lawyer recommended that she should have a $1 million business insurance policy and a $1 million personal umbrella insurance policy. And that basically like the amounts could be less than that, but that's probably a safe bet. And that both of them, like she said, the personal umbrella policy is more there just as a, just in case to pay for attorney fees. If someone ever comes with a complaint or a lawsuit and then the, 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 I don't know that what the, what the business one covers in, in, exchange. But all this to say, she had done some research and found that the freelancers union partners with a insurance company called Dingy, D-I-N-G-H-Y, that offers like a real great insurance policy for freelance writers and the unique work that we do. And so she had done all this research. We looked at this, like I, I, we heard, I've talked a little bit about it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it. It was like $50 a month to get the $1 million policies. Like done. It's done now for $50 a month. I have business insurance. Will I ever need it? Honestly, I hope not. Is it a waste of money? I hope so. Like that's kind of where I landed on it. And I think it's one of those things that it's like, probably it's useless, but then it's kind of like the, the, uh, the, the hope that if something did happen, that I would be financially protected. Yeah. The other thing of this too, I think that always is in the back of my mind and that I haven't addressed yet. So it's still lingering there is like some sort of insurance for if you are unable to work. So that's a different type of business insurance. So like, for example, if I was out roller skating and fell and broke both my wrists and couldn't type and couldn't therefore do my work, like what would I do? I don't know that there, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that there's insurance out there that covers that. I haven't really looked into it, but that's another probably worthwhile thing to look into. Yeah. I think it's like disability insurance. Yeah. They call it disability insurance for self-employed. There is a type of insurance you can get for like paid family leave as well, where you can sort of like pay into 
insurance. You have to do it for like many years, of course, before taking that leave. But those options exist as well. And like, I think the greater picture of insurance is it's like all about protecting yourself. Like insurance is like very annoying. Like I hate paying all of the insurance bills that I have. Um, at the same time, it's like, should something happen? That's like, you know, you're, you're protecting yourself. Yeah. I feel like the, the, like, I think it's like the, the disability thing, like what you're saying of like, what if you broke your hand? Would you, you know, what do you what do that yeah. mean? Yeah. What that, that that's mean? like my biggest fear is like, what if I'm incapacitated to the point where I can't work? Cause then the business stops, right? Like if I can't do it, there's not a backup. There's nobody to cover for me. So yeah, that's, that's another good case for having it. I think the the best thing people can do when it comes to this is like really do your research, get a lot of quotes, get a lot of different options to consider and kind of compare and contrast. Maybe do like a pros cons list. You want to make sure that it fits with your budget, but that it's also sufficient coverage for, you know, what you're, you're hoping to get insurance protection around. Cause like you said, I think having the, the minimum of like a million dollars in coverage you want to make sure that you're not just paying in and it, it it's not really going to protect you in the way that you maybe hope or think it will. So yeah. knowing the specifics of the policy is an, is a lot of work, but important to do. Yeah. And I do think that with, when it comes to selecting business insurance, like any kind of like insurance agent can help you assess. Like I remember when I did it way back when, and I worked directly with someone we, they had like a big questionnaire about all the things that I did for my services. And based on that, they were able to generate like a customized policy and we were able to like talk through it together so that when I was looking at this freelancers union policy, I was like pretty comfortable because I felt like I understood what it was covering. And then I also think that like consulting a business lawyer and asking them like, you know, what do I need for this? Like my friend's lawyer told her like, okay, $1 million business insurance policy, $1 million personal umbrella insurance policy. Like that was going to be enough. I think it's kind of like a thing with car insurance where like, you know, we all sort of, we like understand the basics of car insurance of like, I pay X dollars per month. This is my deductible. This is like the amount of coverage that I have. Maybe there's like some little extra things like, oh, if my, if I total my car, I get a rental car for free. Like these are things that are worth kind of like adding on. Sometimes we only learn via experience, but yeah, like I think, and I think actually like, something in this case, like something is better than nothing. So like I can always cancel my business insurance plan if I find out that there is a better option available. Like I'm sort of like, I I am lucky that I have not been sued in all of the years that I've been in business. But like, I, I do think that I should have been protected all this time that if something were to happen and I did not have insurance and it was going to affect me and my family and all of that. I think some of these things become even more important when you have a family. Cause I'm like, Oh, like my son's college savings would be like at risk if something were to happen with my business without the insurance. So like, I think that becomes more and more of a consideration too, as you go on. Yeah. And like, That's I can't, I mean, I can't see a scenario where I was, where I would get sued for a million dollars. Like I just, that's a very difficult for me to see at the same time. Like, you know, I happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've, I've gotten more risk averse with these kind of things. Like they do ask one of the things that was interesting when I was filling out the business insurance, like policy, they asked like, do you always work on a contract? And it was like, sometimes always like whatever. And then I was like, Oh, it, like that matters. <laughs> yeah. The answer is 
<laughs> yeah, we've talked about that too. And like sometimes like, oh, it's maybe not, uh, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, and this the, the, the thing about working off contract though is like if you work off contract and then someone sues you, it's basically like their word against yours. If there's like no contract to go back on, like I just don't see how anybody's getting a lot of money out of that deal. Yeah. But again, I'm not a lawyer, right? But like, it's like if they don't have a contract with you. Yeah, that's going to be tough to make an argument. I think I'm super curious now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a poll today on Twitter and ask people who follow me, like how many of you have business insurance? And then we can share the results uh, when we do the blog post summary. But yeah, I'm super curious. I'm curious too. I'm curious too. So when I was part of like a mastermind group of, of copywriters, most of them had business insurance and it surprised me because I was like, oh, I don't have it. Maybe I should have it. And then I still didn't get it. And like no judgment on anyone who doesn't have it because I didn't have it for years and years. Like no judgment on you, Kaylee, for being like, oh, I don't have it. Like yeah. whatever. Like I don't even, like as I said, I was like, mine could be totally useless. But I do think that it's worth exploring. And it's kind of like, it's like anything where it's like a, a do your own research thing, right? Like you can do your research and decide at this time in my business, I don't think that I am very much at risk based on what I do. So I am not going to get business insurance. And I feel like earlier in my business, I felt that today in my business. And I feel like with my life, like I talked about my son and all of that, I'm like, ah, it's worth it as a backup. But I don't know that I always necessarily would have thought that if that makes sense. Yeah. So this is kind of a short episode, but I feel like we've, we've shared what we can share and we've encouraged. Yeah, that's right. To do their homework and and to make that call for themselves, consult professionals who know far more than we do. But I'm glad that we touched on this because I feel like it's it is a question that comes up quite a bit, and there's no solid yes or no answer. So I'm glad that we talked about it. Yeah, I feel like the episode is just kind of like, hey, everybody, business insurance exists. You might want to look into whether or not you should get it. You should consult a lawyer about where you may be open to vulnerability, right? Oh, the other thing I was going to say about this is that one of the biggest reasons that you want business insurance, I forgot about this, is if it offers data theft protection. So if you have like sensitive client information on your computer and someone like steals that information and then like publishes it or something like that, you like, you can get like sued for that by the company, right? Like if you have some sensitive information, which not all of us do, but you can get sued for that. And so that protects you against against like any kind of data breach, whatever. That yeah. is sort of an aside. But again, like consult your consult your lawyer, look into it if it's something you can do. Know that it's not like mine is $50 a month. Like I don't think that's crazy uh, to be protected, especially because you can write it off, right? As a business expense. And yeah, so we have covered it. You can't say that we haven't now. Uh, <laughs> you can critique our advice in this episode. And just remember that we are, again, like, we don't really know what we're talking about. So that's a disclaimer. (laughs) Do with it what you will. Yes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Freelance Writing Coach Podcast. If you want more tips, tricks, and resources for building your business, visit FreelanceWritingCoachPodcast.com.